If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Welcome to the show. Today, my guest is Rebecca Lieb. Rebecca has actually been on Friends Without Benefits previously. So this is a part two, kind of catching up with her. She just finished uh, writing for a game show called Hollywood Game Night, hosted by Jane Lynch. So I thought it'd be interesting to kind of find out what I didn't know people really wrote for game shows, so be curious to see uh, kind of what goes on behind the scenes and uh, kind of just catch up with her in general in between those times. If you don't remember in the first episode she was on, uh, she revealed that she used to be a phone sex operator. So we kind of an, an updated kind of philosophical conversation on that. Uh, and she was in New York. She's been back here. She also co-hosts a podcast called Ghost Town, which I've mentioned about a thousand times. So uh, that kind of works itself out that I get to mention Ghost Town again. You'll have to excuse me. Uh, I have jet lag. And I always kind of joke about having jet lag kind of no matter where I go, even if there's no time zone difference. But I just got back from Europe, and that's like, I guess, nine time zones uh, and I gotta be honest, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. Uh, I know I sound, you know, really put together, coherent, articulate, uh, but I am a, I'm a, I'm a huge mess. Uh, but it was a great trip. It was amazing. My wife and I had a great time. She planned everything and, uh, she made it, she made it all happen. And I just kind of, I just kind of just wore different layers, basically, uh, to kind of, catch you up, kind of brief you on what I did there. won't spend a lot of time on that because uh, it's not that interesting. And other people talk about these cities in a more interesting way than I do. But Berlin was amazing. I mean, I, I've always been obsessed with the Berlin Wall, Checkpoint Charlie, uh, historical kind of locations like that because I grew up, you know, kind of learning about the Berlin Wall um, kind of when it was happening. So that was something that was just, I was just always fascinated with that. I did a uh, show with Cosmic Comedy, some stand-up, amazing, like packed house, people were laughing, people were taking pictures. I was like, don't take a picture of me because then you're going to go through your photos and I don't know if, you know, maybe there's some tourists there and there's also a, a, a hostel 
right next to it. So um, it's an English-speaking club, so most most everyone spoke English, although people from different parts of the world. But I was like, you don't want me to be, when you're scrolling through your pictures, like, um, Berlin was so great, and then uh, why did I take a picture of this guy? That's what I, that was going on in my head, so the show was great, very thankful. Uh, my first stand-up show outside of Los Angeles. I performed improv outside of Los Angeles, uh, you know, various areas and festivals, but um, this is the first time performing stand-up outside of Los Angeles, and everyone was really great, and Berlin was amazing. Uh, we were kind of were sad to leave, but then we moved on to Prague. Again, amazing. Uh, and I, I was in Bra- uh, Berlin and Prague like 20 years ago. Don't remember much. Prague is, I mean, if you like looking at architecture, like Berlin is an old city. You know, there's, you know, there's uh, the one oldest restaurant in Berlin is from like 1621 and there's older buildings. But like you go to Prague and they're like, this is, is a thousand, you know, A.D. Uh, and we were stayed in a really great, I mean, the Airbnb was amazing. It was like kind of hotel level Airbnb. So that was like my favorite Airbnb and we're right by the St. Charles Bridge, but it's all, that's also where all the tourists are. So it was a very kind of touristy thing, although it was a really beautiful, um, really beautiful city. I did stand up with uh, Velvet Comedy. That was really great. Uh, and although Prague was amazing, I think we could have been there like one and a half less days. From there, went to Copenhagen. Amazing. I didn't get to do, I was only there like two days, so I tried to get a stand up show in, but I couldn't couldn't make that work but uh that city was amazing and i you know i heard maybe a rumor that maybe the people in copenhagen were not super friendly untrue very very untrue in fact prague was everyone was great in every city prague was probably a little the most kind of uh stoic i would say and this is a generalization i do not know um but everyone was really lovely and uh people in copenhagen were really great great awesome city. I checked out this area called the Freetown Christiana, which is like this community that kind of blew my mind on the last day. A a new episode of Ghost Town that'll be coming out. We discuss it. uh, I discuss it with Rebecca because I was so excited to be there and I wanted to talk about it. So you can check out Ghost Town on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you find podcasts. And then I'll, I'll have... Uh, on my Instagram, plenty of pictures. Which my Instagram is the Jason Horton, and uh, my blog, GhostTownTravels.com, putting it all up there. So it was great. I mean, Europe was uh, Europe was amazing. Glad to be back. Got ex- some exciting things happening. Uh, the Thinning New World Order. I-, I left. I went to the premiere the day the Thinning New World Order came out on YouTube Originals, and it'll be on Netflix and. Uh, pretty probably in the next like couple of months uh so that's out i mean that you want to check that out if you haven't yet i think it's f- first month is free or something like that so if you want to watch it but not have to spend any money which is what i would probably do to be honest with you um so that that was exciting but you know that went to that premiere and what was interesting about that is i've been watching i'm a late uh, to the show shameless so i pretty much over the last couple of months watched i pretty much got caught up with it you know and the actor who plays Ian, uh, his name uh, escapes me, Monahan. Oh, I forget his name. He was there at the premiere. I guess he's he's dating the star, Peyton List, uh, one of the stars. So it's just interesting to be like I've been watching this dude uh, for months. So I didn't watch Shameless like you know in real time. I watched it in like binge time. 
and it's it's just a weird thing. And it, again, uh, I'm sure it didn't. Re- I'm sure if he, when he was watching it, it did not even register what I did. I'm not super important in it. I mean, I'm in it, um, but it's just weird for somebody to be like, I watched you on TV. Now you're watching me in a movie. It's a YouTube original movie, but still a movie. I don't. I think that's weird. That's something I just don't. Uh, it's just not something that I, I always, and I mentioned this, like, I'm always somebody who thought, like, I'm just a consumer, and I'm not to be on that other side, uh, and I'm really not for the most part. I mean, you know, fortunately, I, I people will put me in things or, or audition for things, and people are like, yeah, all right, you're 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 good enough, and uh, so it was just kind of just like a weird thing, but it was a really cool premiere, uh, very kind of fancy on some fancy roof, and um Everyone was really excited, uh, excited to, you know, came out. It was great, super great. I don't know, is it exciting as Warby Parker? Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique-quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. I, I mean, I like that. I like rebellion, you know? I don't like the system, and I really kind of love these the companies that that are kind of born from like, hey, we're kind of sick of the way you normally have to do it. Uh, so we, they really, it's really is revolutionary. And like trying, going to an eye doctor and trying on glasses or going to a eyeglass store. I don't know, I hate leaving the house. So uh, Warby Parker has kind of, I, I kind of read my mind and taken a lot of things I don't like because I've been wearing glasses since I was, 12 and although i do wear contact lenses sometimes i'm mostly a glasses guy i'm wearing them right now the warby parker aesthetic is vintage inspired with a contemporary twist every pair is a custom fit with anti-reflective polycarbonate prescription lenses available exclusively through warby parker's website and retail stores glasses start at 95 dollars, including the prescription lenses and if you know glasses that is that's amazing it's affordable with quality. The Warby Parker Home Try-On Kit makes it so easy because you can try them on at home. Probably you're going to be wearing them at home. So it's like, I like trying on things at home where I'm kind of feel comfortable to look at it. That's just me. But then you get to show, you know, I get to show my wife or my friends. I have friends. You you believe me, right? Of course, I have friends. And I can be like, hey, how does it just be real? How does this look? And uh, the the, the Home Try-On Kit makes it so easy. The home try-on program is amazing. You order five pairs of glasses and you try them on for five days. There's no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. The glasses start at $95, including the prescription lenses. The lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. For every pair you buy, a pair is distributed to someone in need. That's amazing. They don't have to do that, but they do because they're cool. Do you have an iPhone X? Well, make sure to download the Warby Parker iTunes app where you can see their brand new feature, Find Your Fit. Find Your Fit uses the iPhone X True Depth camera to map and measure key facial features. Using these measurements, Find Your Fit recommends approximately 12 Warby Parker frames that are likely to be the best fit for your face. The process is seamless and takes only a few seconds. Their technology is working with you and for you to make it easy. Head to warbyparker.com slash FWB to order your free home try-ons today. That's warbyparker.com slash FWB to order your free home try-ons today. All right, let's get into my conversation with Rebecca Lieb. 
we successfully uh, covered the joke where I put the microphone on top of the Gloria Steinem book. Revolution from within? Yeah. We're, yeah, we're, we're using it to prop up a, uh, a white man's agenda. Yeah, yeah. The, the white man's. But I, I'm, here's the thing. It's like, I live in Los Angeles, though, and I have a podcast. Do you understand? Do <laughs> <laughs> you, you yeah, understand? Yeah. And if this Gloria Steinem book has to prop up the microphone. Yeah, we stand on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> Our <laughs> shitty Ghost Town podcast yeah, is, um, there yeah. are a lot of brave people that came before us. For us, yeah. And then here we are. But this is about you. This is about me? Yeah, this this podcast is about you. Ooh. Yeah, so you, oh, the last time we were- Our podcast time, or what? Or I'm on Friends with, Without Benefits. I don't know. <laughs> I like to think like you are on so many podcasts. You don't know which one you're I'm on. Reeling. Yeah. Um, no, this one is about about you because you were on. I think, I think it was a couple of years. It was like two thousand. Yeah, with Lindsay, right? No. Oh, so this is the third time you're on. Oh fuck. Yeah. Lucky number three. It's not lucky. Oh. <laughs> is it co-host if exclusive ha- club of it, three plus times guesting? If you. Um, still have time to do a podcast, especially this one. Mm-hmm. It's not good luck. It's bad luck. It's, you're not. You're not doing well. Damn <laughs> Yeah, you're not doing very well. But uh, you were on, I think, because I took a year off. So people mm-hmm. are like, oh, you've been doing this for three years. Why isn't it more successful? Um, um, so took a year off, but that's not why. It's just unsuccessful. My personality. Yeah, <laughs> and just because that's me, I'm not good at this. Uh, but you were on in 2015, so we. You can go back and check out, you know, part one. I guess I don't remember you. that. I don't yeah. even remember. Well, what that's we the one where about. you, uh, where you revealed that you were a phone sex operator. Oh, that's I had no right. idea. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. And then the second, well, the second have, one was wasn't really. It was about your, uh, uh, your podcast with Lindsay. Yeah, um, now defunct, uh, but very fun, boss bitch. Yeah, I remember having a lot of fun on that one. The phone yeah. sex one again. It's all a drug-addled y- haze. Yeah. Well, I want to just see how far you've come in the last. Two and a half um, years, uh, <laughs> not far, not far. <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, that one. I, I when I found out that you were, were no. a phone sex operator, um, would you like? Okay, think about it right now. Okay, would you go back to doing it based on your situation right now, both financially or emotionally or whatever? Would you go back and do it if the the money was there? And um, the money was never really there. Okay. I think I mentioned that I, what did I make, like 25 an hour, which was a lot for me when yeah. I was 23, yeah. I think. Nowadays, I'd be like, eh. So I, I don't think I'm in the same place. Thank you do, what God. about like an hour a day? An hour? I don't know, because it's it's not really, it's not, wor- for an hour a day, my phone is slippery. Yeah. I'm slipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's new, it's new. Yeah. Um, I'm no doing really well. I'm doing Wait, really well. you have well. a case on it. It's just going to slip. I ordered one, but I need to get oh, one. So you're rolling the dice there. I know. I'm going to go to the AT&T store by your house. And okay. Um, no, I mean, I, I am in a different, I mean, for an hour a day, it wouldn't be worth it, I don't think. Because of, uh, just because of where you're at or just the work itself? Or you're just like, I'm not really in that place. I'm not in that. I mean, I did a lot of things, Jason, for the story of <laughs> yeah, it. Right. Like a lot of things. And now I don't, I'm all storied up. You know, yeah. like I, yeah. Do you think, the, you think like the, the, the reason people call have changed too? Like the fetishes have changed? Well, I don't even think it exists. Like I would be a cam girl. Now. Like I wouldn't, oh, is, yeah. does that still exist? Like I would be, like, I don't think like a phone sex operator even exists anymore. You know what I think is, if you really want to know what I think, uh, what, uh, yes, cam girls, obviously you know, they still do because mm-hmm. of the way, uh, you know, pornography has changed, mm-hmm. you know, from everything's online. But I think what, uh, it, it was what people do is people, sometimes uh, women will be um, 
you have like a popular Instagram page or, or they, yeah. they have like a Twitch account or whatever. And yeah, then from you wanna, there. You know what I would do though? I would be like, I would have an Instagram account, like a, like a sex worker account. Yeah. And I would like put, I was listening to Chris uh, Gethart's yeah. uh, podcast, Beautiful Anonymous. Okay. About a, a, like a BDSM, a woman who did that. Um, and she had her own Instagram account. I think I'm also aged out of a lot of ways. But, uh, and she had an Instagram account and it was like sexy photos and guys would write in to asking her to just put pictures up of her doing yeah. specific things. Like, you know, like they'd send her like shit to wear or like, you know, they'd send, you know, they'd be like, can you like send me your shoe? You know, like stuff like that sure. where there'd be like this communicational exchange kind of via Instagram and they'd have a subscription. So they pay her money every month to be kind of a, part and I think of that's dialogue. what it is now. There's a lot of Patreons. Will yeah. Be like, Hey, you want to get my like truly, I would do thing. that. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think phone sex too, is just like a very, yeah, it's kind of taxing. Think about talking on the phone with people you love, but there's still probably enough of, uh, enough people out there that are like kind of old school like that. Or they're mm-hmm. just like, listen, I just really like that. That's my kink or mm-hmm. whatever, as they True. say. Um, well, you, have, you need to get like a uh, some kind of like uh, a protege or somebody that's like mm-hmm. in, like in the world and in the tech to be like, hey, this is how you do it. Yeah, I do. But I would be a sex worker again, I think. I mean, again, I think it would have to be a little bit different because yeah. I think my relationship to like doing stuff like that. What do you mean by sex like? worker? I mean, stuff like Instagram. Like, yeah. I don't know if I would have sex with people for money, but yeah. I think I would. Would you give it away do... for free? Oh, I'm tr- I'm trying. Anyone? Any takers? <laughs> I'm doing my best. <sighs> um, but yeah, I, I think I would still work in that realm. Like I yeah. don't have a problem with that. What would that? I guess what would be your thing in that though? Like where it would be like my what, role? Yeah, like what, uh, not I don't know. You, what would you be like? Oh, this is something that I could because you oh. have to kind of this got to be upkeep. Well, how if people like middle aged Jewish Midwesterners? Yeah. Like I, I mean, I would love. Actually, you know what would be great is uh, to be a financial uh, a findom. You know what that is? Uh, oh no! Was it like how you like you talk down how they spend money, or is it like yeah, you you dominate men by having them spend money on you? Oh, how amazing would that be? Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. So if anyone needs a findom out there, I will berate you. I will shame your, you. Your credit score day or night, down. day or fucking sick. night, day or night. I have PayPal. I have Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that'd be really you, fun. You, you know what you need to maybe you gotta get yourself an Amazon wish list yeah you get yourself one of those but what if no one buys anything on it well I mean that's and it, will they know it's also like the identity thing is also a kind of a strange you don't want people to know your I mean I'd probably like use a different name maybe I don't know what about just Becky Lieb Becky, can we go more Semitic? <laughs> <laughs> Becky Leibowitz, yeah. sex worker. Uh, all right. So, yeah. we got that so, so now we know where you're at with that. Yeah. And that's why you're on Friends Out Benefits again. <laughs> 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 that, that's why wow. you're here. But I feel like in the, in the time for people, that, you know, because you'll go back and listen to the first one and get like, you know, this is like your second act, <laughs> third act. Oh, I didn't realize we were talking about sex work on this this is the around two. No, 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 no. Where, where are they now? Um, <laughs> um, you, 
I feel like in that time you also were living in New York for a while. I was living in New York for a while. I, there was a time where I was just like, I have no idea where you yeah. live. But it's also like not that hard. Like I think even now people are like, you in LA? And I'm like, I've been here for a fucking year. Yeah. Like all my shows are here. I, it is. It's That's what's confusing because I feel like you had a show in New York and then yeah. a show in LA like the, the, back to back. So that's why I was yeah. just like, I don't know what's... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a lot of comics, though, who are like back and forth and back and forth. But yeah, people get very confused by it. I mean, it. a few days ago, I was performing in Prague. I, I know, guess. exactly. So, Where are you? Do you live in Prague now? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I guess, so when you were in New York, you were there mm-hmm. for what? Um, well, the first time I was there to make compromises to salvage my romantic relationship. Okay. Um and that didn't work out so well. Um, and then the second time I was there, I worked at a uh, TV show for a season called what? Yeah. James Patterson's Murder is Forever. Um, and that was really fun, but also strange. To and what did you do? What did you do for that? Um, I did like a lot of writing, producing, consulting for. And it. that was kind of on the uh, uh, what was it? Kind of like a dramatic reenactment-y type thing? Um, yeah, I mean, it was an hour-long drama based mm. on real crimes. Yeah. So it was a real, yeah, it was an adventure. Um, so I did that. I also did stand-up out there and taught some classes. Um, yeah, you did like a pilot. Uh, uh, yeah, I have a pilot writing class yeah. six week and a boot camp. If anyone is interested, it's really fun. It's fun for me, too. <laughs> it's fun yeah. when people go and pay you or... Yeah, it's fun when people pay me to but do, do you, fun Do you things. feel like you, like, when by the process of UT, like, you're kind of learning, like, it's keeping you from being like, oh, yeah, like, pe- other people's thought process and how to, like, put a pilot together, is that kind of like, are you getting something out of it, too, in that sense? Where, yeah, like, it's really inspiring. Yeah. And people are really, I've had uh, a lot of really good luck in working with really, really talented people. Anyone ever have success from one of your classes? Uh, yeah, people have won. Uh, people did the Sundance uh, episodic lab. Oh, they got pretty, cool. pretty far in it. Based on your Based tu- on my, tutelage? Yeah. Um, that was really cool. Yeah, I've had people win contests. I don't know if anyone's gotten staffed from a sample, yeah. but I think it, it's helped people get management. Um, yeah, I mean, it's super, really gratifying. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know. So they're, they're getting a lot of success from it, but you're. <laughs> I'm getting hundreds of dollars. You're getting hundreds. <laughs> Uh, no, it's helpful to me too. And then, okay. so when, when, when do you like, that's the thing It's like, I, you know, I know people, you know, I'm from New York mm-hmm. and I know like people seem to kind of come and go, what, what is the thing where you're like, I'm good with New York right now? I don't, I mean, I love, I love it. It's really fun, um, to be there. I would move, I would move there. Uh, what would be the reasons for you to want to I move I mean, there? if I get more work there, sure. I mean, it was also really easy, honestly, to sublet my place here yeah. and kind of go back and forth. Yeah. So it feels more possible. Like in like before I kind of moved out there for whatever reason, it felt like LA, like I'd been here for so long and I've struggled here for so long and it's like I can't possibly leave. But it's really much more fluid and fine than people think. It's easy. Yeah. It's not so And I guess bad. if something like you're like, I, I gotta come back for like two days to LA, it's not um, Yeah, it's like a direct I just flight. listen, I just got back from Europe. Yeah. I get it. You know what I mean? Did I mention yeah. that yet? Um, have I mentioned not it? An, not enough. Not enough. I will. Uh, I'll do it seventeen more times. Thank you. Uh, before before thank this you. ends. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So what? So what was the? the th- because there's a point where you're just like, mm-hmm. I'm coming back to Los Angeles. What? What mm-hmm. was that? Th- like, was there or like? Did you know that ahead of time, or was there a day where you're just like, I'm out of here? Uh, no, I mean, I the show wrapped, and then I was doing kind of freelance work for them for a little bit longer. Uh, and yeah, I was like, when do I need to come back? So I, it was around my, when did we stop? I mean, I came back October 15th of last year, so almost a year ago. Okay. I permanently moved back. And it was, you know, about uh, arrangements, and I was living with a, a good friend of mine. Um, and kind of that, but I also like tried to see my ex one more time mm. and I sent him this like long letter of like full disclosure, how I felt and he never responded to it. So it was like this, a lot of like, I think like for me tying up things with New York and being like, all right, I'm going back to LA. I'm going to like reground myself there and see what happens. Did, but it, ha- did it help? Do you think, did you think it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, for me it did. Cause I had always, I thought we were going to get back together. I, you know, we hung out like, yeah, I thought that, that was going to happen. And I never, because I was afraid to say stuff while we were hanging out and it was like so fun and so sad. Like I didn't get to say everything I needed to yeah. say. So I got to do that in a letter and kind of whatever. I mean, he has a horrible communication issues. Yeah. So it was never going to be him communicating with me. It was always going to be me kind of pushing him to like talk or, or pushing myself to say how I yeah. felt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then I came back here and it felt a lot better, but I do miss New York. I have lots of friends there. It's really fun to be there. I love, I still teach and do shows there. As I said, we, you know, we got to get, we got to get, um, we have uh, a podcast called ghost town. We do, which I mention on here all the time. And Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to mention it more in ghost town that Mm -hmm. friends without benefits is, uh, you know, it's like, we're just a family, you know what I mean? Just just a family. Yeah. We're, I'm the mother and the father. Mm -hmm. And I am, the neighbor. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Comes by. Yeah. I was thinking more full house ooh. or um, not full house, uh, home improvement. Neighbor, yeah. Like the least sexy neighbor. Yeah. You know, ooh. It was like a, yeah, like a hat. We should go out and do stand up there. We should do ghost town out there. We should there. do a tour. Well, Ed and I went and did a big tour right yeah, before I got the job. We should do it. Cause I mean, I, I, you know, like, excuse me to see my family. Maybe my, yeah. Well, I also my, know all the places to get yeah. shows out there too. Um, if you're in Berlin, I can probably hook you up with some shows. Did I mention I was doing some shows in Berlin as well? Uh, I got that did. covered. I yeah, got, you got uh, Berlin covered. I got the Eastern uh, Eastern Block Rock covered. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it, amazing. Um, uh, so you also have uh, you just finished another job? Yes. And uh, that's so you were writing for a game show. Mm-hmm. Which is a strange. You I, listen. I'm an outsider. I don't know much. Mm-hmm. I, I, although I know uh, you hooked me up with the gig there to a while, a couple of years ago to kind of run through the game show. Oh yeah, which I, is super I, fun. That was really fun. I I've gotten a lot of friends like weird like standard jobs yeah. there and stuff. Um, it's really. I mean, this is the show that I've been on longest, and who knows if I'll be. At, you know, you don't. And know Jane Lynch is the host. She is. She's really nice. With the Hollywood Game Night. Mm-hmm. The name is very confusing. What's it about? Yeah, right. Tinsel uh, uh, Town. Yeah, oh. uh, charade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, as a, a comedy writer, um, does it? I mean, obviously, it fulfills you because you're getting paid. But you always, when we talk about it, you always seem to really dig it. And I do. I really. And you're on the cool. lot, right? I'm on the lot. lot. Yeah. Oh, intoxicating. Yeah. Um, so many snacks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what good, I remember. The I snacks. usually gain a good 15 pounds nice. on that show, depending on how long I'm on. And it. that's what when you come to Hollywood, like you want to gain. 
Yeah. Like games, I came back from Europe games. and like everything is just like I'm just like busting out yeah. of my, you know what I mean? Uh, I had a lot what? of still I had a lot of still water, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of croissant. <laughs> mm. Well, well, well. Yeah, wow. very fancy. Someone. It's like you just got back from Berlin or yeah, something. I did. Mm. Did I mention I got back from Berlin? <laughs> Uh, so when you're like writing for that, mm-hmm. like, do, is there ever like a compromise with like, I want to be writing for my own show mm-hmm. on television in its fifth season, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, or, or is it like the work, like you're just like happy to be doing the work because it's mm-hmm. through, it's your kind of process. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to always be working. Uh, but it is, it doesn't leave room for much else really. Um, but it's nice too. Cause like really I'm technically a producer on the show who does a lot of the, a lot of writing and a lot of, but I also do like interviews with celebrities beforehand and I help. Is there with, any like, you can talk about? Stuff. Uh, yeah, um, is, is it airing right now? No, it's not going to air until much later. Much later. I feel okay. like I can. Is there any past ones that maybe you want to, is no, there any I, that, that I can talk about? I think what's so, well, can I, I don't know. Is there anything you can talk about from previous? About is there like any people ce- getting drunk or something? Any celebrity <laughs> stuff that you can talk about from previous? That are- um, yeah, I mean, I think I I wish there were more. A lot of people, a lot of celebrities get really like ashamed if they don't do really well. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, I'm so sorry. Like you know, like uh, Katie Mixon or Miranda Cosgrove. Mm. They were like, I'm so sorry. Like they were, like they were really beating themselves up for yeah. like doing badly on the show, and it's like. Cool. It's not, yeah. It's for the audience. <laughs> but too. I like that they do that. And it's a live studio audience. Uh, it's a live audience. It's not. T- it's not live taping though. Li- okay. So, but there's, but there's a live like, audience. Yeah. How do they? How do they? Do they like love it or? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a really fun thing to bring people to, like, of all the shows that I work on, because there's a bar, there's snacks, like, okay. it's not a long taping. You kind of get to hang out and like see celebrities. And Jane Lynch is a delight to watch. Yeah. So that's really fun. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a good time. I hope so. Yeah. You know? I mean, can you step up your, like you say, your producer, can you step up that kind of, hey, I want to come back and be more, uh, invested in this thing where you're, uh. And that's kind of what I did. Cause I yeah. started out as a writer's assistant there, um, and work and I've worked for my same bosses for year after yeah. year. Um, so I think I have done that. I, but it's also hard cause it's like. Yeah, it's hard straddling the scripted and game show world a little bit. I think a lot of people in game shows want to be in scripted. I think, I don't know. I love. I mean, I love working on game shows. I think it's really fun. I think it's a, a good time. It's really like an interesting way to be creative that I never thought that I would be involved in, really. Um, but it is kind of an interesting line to straddle, and and the structure of scripted versus game shows is very different in terms of like. Um, you know, writer, producer, like all of those mean different things in each different world. Um, so navigating that is kind of, it can be, do you feel like you have to, do you, uh, are you, because you discuss a lot of, I'm assuming, uh, current relevant pop culture. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're like, Oh, I, I know about that. Or do you like, I have no idea who this. Oh no. I mean, it's very like general, like think about middle America, you know, like, sure, it's yeah. like Cardi B. Yeah. Heard of her? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Drake. Br- Bruno Mars. Yeah, exactly. It's very, <laughs> not like obscure. It doesn't have to be super obscure stuff like that. Although we do kind of traverse. I think we, as people create content for the show, we always try to push those boundaries. And then the network's like, mm, who's that? Mm, mm, mm. 
and like, but that's with every show. I want to be that person. Like, the network's like, who's always like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm, who's that? It's like, well, <laughs> you're out of touch. <laughs> I know. It's like, or like having calls with producers and they're like, can we get this person on the show? And we're like, they've been on the show three times. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a thing where like, where have you been? Yeah. So a little, yeah, I think that's with every show though. It's kind of a push and pull with, uh, you know, the network and the production company and the staff. It's, Figuring it out. What I've kind of noticed, uh, and I've said this before, and especially when we did uh, those three-part special on Ghost Town about the death of Janis Joplin. And if you haven't listened to it, stop right now. Uh, yeah. Go no, 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 no. Don't stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, keep listening. Send me money. No, well, I will text you horrible <laughs> things. Uh, keep listening, please. <laughs> it's not <laughs> helpful. Don't stop them. Uh, uh, but you are, you're really good at being someone that can bring people together. You're kind of like this, I don't know what you want to call it, but you're like this, I don't want to say like this. Coordinator, assistant. Matriarch, I don't want to use that word. Matriarch sounds not sexy. Yeah. uh, How am I ever going to get fucked if you use that word? (laughs) This is not the purpose. (laughs) I'm not here for that. I'm not a pimp. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, uh, I mean, you're just somebody that is, uh, I feel like in the comedy community and like, people community you're good at bringing people together i feel like a lot, i couldn't do that mm. um i always think like oh man if i just start a gofundme page for whatever yeah. reason good yeah. or bad like i wouldn't but i feel like if you started a gofundme you really needed one you could bring in the dollars i that's very nice of you to say and i have uh, a lot of extra time on my hands i think no I, then the, I think the thing is is that and i talk about this with michelle um is that you're just somebody that people i don't know I think people want to be there for you and you haven't had to compromise anything to do. You know, a lot of people, a lot of glad mm-hmm. handing. There's a lot of like, you know, oh yeah, I, everything's cool, but you're also one to be like, mm-hmm. this is my stance. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, then go fall by the wayside. I can take it or leave it. And I think people are, obviously, you know, you surround yourself with people that are like-minded, which mm. is, uh, you know, it's obvious and, and, and it is good. But I think there's other people that like, I don't know, I feel like they're kind of like, I want to be on the, I want to be on the right side of Rebe- <laughs> Rebecca Leave oh, and not on the wrong. this is very powerful. Yeah. And I, this is like, and I also think that I always, uh, like it's some, I always, I say this to Michelle, I was like, I was like, oh, would Rebecca find this funny? Or would Rebecca really? be embarrassed? It's not, listen. I can't expect you to think everything is funny, but I just want to be like, would Rebecca be embarrassed of this? <laughs> and that's all I can hope for is that you're like, kind of like, oh, this is just really, really, really embarrassed. Like, really mm. embarrassing. I can't expect everything to be like, oh, this is like amazing. But like, I, you just want to be on the side. I feel like that's what you are to people. And I, I, I don't know if you. It's you know, very flattering. Well, it's you know, it's and uh, I, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. about a person but I feel like that takes years and time of like uh, one being a quality person which, to whatever that is mm-hmm. doing quality work whatever <laughs> whatever that is uh, you know what I mean uh, 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 and being consistent with that and then being somebody that you know, I'm sure you're also there for uh, other people you're a very busy person you like make time mm-hmm. uh, um, of course when I want time <laughs> I put in the work with Rebecca <laughs> Lieb Incorporated. Believe me, uh, I put in my time. And here you are uh, yeah, at the man's. Yeah, I want, I, and I was like, I want to be fit in uh, uh, with that with that thing. So that's just something that is, I think, uh, the, if you don't know Rebecca, 
Um, she's not, not just a former phone sex operator. No, I'm... She's not just a has-been-washed-up phone sex <laughs> operator. She's more than that! She's more than a currently unemployed... Uh, I am an, uh, almost a fin-dom. Yeah. So I'm between, I'm yeah, between these I want to make that work. I, I do, too! Yeah, like, I How? feel like you'd be really... Because I feel like you're like... You, like Jew, you know what I mean? Like oh, Jewish. I'm like ruthless. Yeah, just like I have learned. It's in my DNA. Yeah, I want just, your money. And what is that? So like, is the goal for somebody that is that you're spending it and you're making them feel bad that they have less money or they don't know how to spend their money? No, they get off. Okay, so they send. So it's more just like you're a fucking filthy piece of shit. Send me a hundred dollars. Hey Venmo. <laughs> yeah. Here it's like you disgust me. Yeah. Like buy me an iPhone. <laughs> and so it's usually it's not. This, it's not sexual, like kind of surfacely sexual. Yeah, it's more of like a like a domination. Yeah. in that way, where it's like you're very like you've been so bad, you don't deserve this money that you earned. Do you think, on an unofficial level, because mm-hmm. you know, um, and I'm just gonna pick a typical like kind of guy girl uh, mm-hmm. dating scenario where a guy goes ask a girl out mm-hmm. and pays. For mm-hmm. you know what I mean, I'm like, there's something. But I'll listen. Uh, if somebody else wants to pay, go for it. I don't really mm-hmm. care. Um, but you know, I've offered to just because it's like, well, I mm-hmm. asked you out, so I'm gonna offer to pay. I don't know if yeah. there's any rules anymore with that. You know, some people are Not guys can be old fashioned. But do you think there are some guys that feel a sense of like either power or uh, or, or or what you're talking about, mm-hmm. where, where they're I'm a prof- I'm paying for dinner, whether we yeah. I don't care if we oh, have yeah. sex or not. Listen, I think I want equality in everything, but I still think in dating and the sexual relationships Mm, between mm. men and women, it's not quite like that Um, in a lot of ways. I I wish it were, and I want it to, and I think it's getting there, but I think like it still makes men, like men want to feel like they're chasing something or provider or like all of that stuff still feels like really built in, and women still want to feel like sought after. Taken care of in some way. And like... Again, I think that that's more in like the courtship kind of. Not initial. emotionally though. Not emotionally. <laughs> not emotionally. No, no, no. Guys are like, oh no, I don't. I, I, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I am void. Uh. Yeah, and I again, I I think, and this is really just like light handed too, because I think if I'm not talking about dating, but I yeah, I think like money and me, men and money, there's much more of a, a tight knit relationship than yeah. women's identity to to money yeah. and. Success and I and I think it's all changing and I, I hope it changes and I hope now, I do a podcast so I really can't relate per- <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but personally but I can but see like, what you're saying so but many I- men are like if I'm not success a b you know like if I don't have this much money I can't possibly date or like I can't be here or I can't do this whereas women are like a little more not like like they're a little more oh, I'll make it work kind of thing yeah um so I guess we're kind of talking about a lot of different things right now but I think financially the financial Identity between genders still feels different and dominating men based on their financial relationship is still a, th- a thing. In fact, yeah. uh, there's a couple articles about it by uh, Allison Stevenson. She's a comedian who who did it a little bit. And oh, interesting. Her advice. Yeah. And also... Oh, <gasps> you have to get your, that? No, means your time is up. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm cooked. <laughs> uh, your time is up. Uh, I get a lot of... Me- I was in Europe. Okay. So I'm kind of doing a plain little catch up here. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. Also, you have an interesting sense. You um, you don't think people should vote, which I thought was very. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Cut! 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 Uh, no, no. But so, uh, you know, vote right. Yeah, vote. You also said was you have. Was this going to come out before the yes. midterms? Oh, great. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to be in Palm Springs, baby. Yeah. Just Boat. <laughs> call me Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be very arid outside. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but please vote. Oh my God. It's really important. Please and vote. I'm very nervous. And you actually mentioned that you had some, uh, and we're not going to mention it on here, but it's for me personally, you had some thoughts on propositions and, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've I'd like said, to hear, actually, if this comes out before you just, Inst- like DM me on Instagram I will send you my voter's yeah. guide it's really comprehensive it's just Rebecca Lieb on Instagram Rebecca Lieb on Instagram mm. I will get back to you I promise send me like a way to send it to you I please because yeah. I do remember in your email you, and I've been wanting to um, get that from you just yeah to, I'll send it to you um, so vote vote uh, it's an important message vote give me your money yeah so the, the, yeah the, the takeaways are vote give Rebecca Jason was in Europe yeah I I, I was I, I was in Europe we also uh, have a podcast called Ghost Town. Mm-hmm. comes out every Wednesday. Um, the, the Lord's the, Day. Uh, my Instagram is the Jason Horton. The Ghost Town podcast is Ghost Town Pod. Rebecca's Rebecca is, Rebe- is Rebecca Lieb. L-E-I-B. You'll find it. It's, it's not hard. Yeah. It's, 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 it's <laughs> out there. I need to give you directions. Yeah. You'll it's out there. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.